Hi everyone, welcome to another session of great HTA growth strategies. So uh, I'll just, we've got a big number of um, people coming in today, so we'll just give it a couple of, maybe about a minute before we kick off. There's a flurry of people arriving, so um, hope all is well in uh, the different parts of New Zealand. Uh, we're really looking forward to bringing you this webinar today. We'll just give it another another 30 seconds or so before we kick off. There's a few, quite a few people coming in. This is great to be able to bring um, the wider property management community this webinar today. Uh, obviously, under the um, HTA growth memberships, we do these monthly. Um, we have some guest speakers come in. So great to open this one up to the wider network and to see the inner workings of of these webinars and how they work. So um, welcome all you people that haven't been to one of these before or um, maybe came to one of our sort of global ones a couple of years ago. So uh, welcome, welcome aboard. All right, so we might just get started. The first piece really is a bit of admin anyway. So let's kick off. Um, like we say, this is uh, number 31 for us at the HTA group. Um, but for you guys that are sort of just coming into this wider one today, um, it's uh, probably 31 doesn't mean too many, too much to you, but we've been doing these now for uh, a couple of years or just under a couple of years and it's been fantastic. This one's awesome. This one's going to be all about strategies to keep your business growth firing over winter and uh, I can't wait to share um, the stuff that I've got with you and, and I know Dave, Lincoln and Hamish are going to be exactly the same. So let's kick off. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Benoli Arrakis, um, and I'll be managing the questions and overseeing the webinar today. Uh, a lot of you already know me, and I've seen you at different uh, conferences and things along for the last few years, so um, uh, I won't be an unfamiliar face. Right, we're using uh, Zoom webinar, which you've logged into. There's a couple of really key things here that, um, that we want to share with you is that if um, you can't hear us, then that mute button there is where you'll find your speakers. Um, obviously, if you can't hear me, that's not doing anything, but the mouse ho hovering over that might help. Uh, the big thing for these webinars, guys, is the Q&A. So we really want you to use the Q&A button. Uh, it's totally anonymous. Only I will see uh, who's, who's asked the question. I won't name and shame you. Um, so we'll just ask the generic question. If you're thinking it's someone else's too, and the power of these webinars are definitely using the Q&A. So I'll be moderating those uh, as we go through. Okay, so who have we got? We've got Hamish Turner, obviously. Uh, names on the door. Uh, a lot of you already know Hamish, uh, so I won't go into too much of a profile about him. We've got Dave Maloney, and a number of you will know who Dave is as well. If you've gone to a few events like the BDM Complete Courses, um, or you've engaged with them through the HTA network. But Dave is the um, HTA growth consultant. He's all about connecting with property managers, connecting, you, making sure that you guys connect really well with the resources that are available in the HTA membership program. And he's a bit of a social media guru. So um, awesome to have him. I've got myself, obviously, I've, I've got a chartered accounting firm, but I primarily work in business coaching and mentoring. Uh, we do a lot of strategic planning, a lot of coaching with businesses, and, and I see a lot of businesses every single day. And then we're lucky enough to have Lincoln. 
So we've got Lincoln Gale, Gale here as well from Stable Property Management. And I'll just read a little bit of a bio about Lincoln because a lot of you probably don't know who Lincoln is. So Lincoln's success in property management, it goes back to 2004. Returning from overseas, he joined a Wellington-based property management company and not long after was promoted to leasing and business development manager. And that business development manager, guys, we know how hard that role is and how hard it is to find someone. So Lincoln enjoyed the industry so much that he set up with a business partner, Jenna Flynn, to establish stable property management in 2014. He has an innate ability to see both sides of the story. And it's a vital skill given the wide variety of people he works with every day. He's passionate about developing long-lasting relationships based on trust, confidence, and mutual respect. And he loves curating a well-written advertisement and pairing it with a fantastic photo. So uh, awesome to have uh, Lincoln with us here today. Okay, let's jump into the agenda. So the agenda today, guys, I'm going to do a couple of mindsets today. I'm not going to, uh, which I normally do one, but given the the topic of keeping your business humming over winter, I thought I'd fire up a couple. And then I'll pass over to Lincoln, who'll take you through his strategies about business growth and keeping it firing over winter. Dave and Hamish will do their bit as well and, their, and talk about their strategies. Dave will have a bit of a chat about the BDM Complete course that's coming up in June, and then we'll get into next steps and questions. Okay. So the first mindset that I um, want to share with you guys is a thing called Orbit. It's probably, it's, it's a, one of my favorites and Dave will probably talk about this as well. It's just a fantastic mindset that when you're looking to keep your energy levels up, it's a good mindset to go to. And he actually will mention that he saw this uh, model up in a, um, a cafe that I coach as well uh, out the back for, with these people. So Orbit, it's all about above the line and below the line thinking. Now, what we've got here is when we're below the line, we sit there and we blame the economy or we blame other people. We make excuses that we don't have enough time or um, that we don't have the right software or whatever it might be. And then there are even businesses that I have worked with in the past that even deny that there is a problem in their business. They're not making money or they're not growing or they're not even uh, sustainable and they just totally deny that there is a problem. And this sort of environment that we're in right now we need to go above the line. We need to be taking ownership for our for, the, for for what's happening in our business. We need to know exactly where our business is now, where we want to take it and how we're going to do, get there. And that's taking ownership. The next one down is accountability, which I'll come back to. But the responsibility part is you will take some ownership of, of an issue or a problem or, or a growth strategy. And then we'll give responsibility to maybe someone else to actually manage that process. The accountability piece is where you'd come in, and this is something that you give to someone else. You give to someone else to keep you in check. It might be a business coach, or it could be someone like Dave at HTA, just to keep you in check and make sure that you're achieving your goals. Think of it like a personal trainer. You know, you set some goals with a personal trainer, and, and by going to see that personal trainer every single week, the accountability comes into play. Now, that's probably the most important part of an all-bed thing is around the accountability and having someone hold you to account. So when we're above the line, we're starting to, we're speaking from the eye, we're, we're being more of an adult and we're taking control. We can see it, do it, own it, you know, that, that sort of thing. And if we're below the line, we're more think, speaking of the you, 
It's your problem. We're being childlike. If you've, anyone's got children out there, you'll know exactly where they live, but below the line. Um, and we have to teach them how to get above the line a lot of the time. So when you're below the line, you're talking from the you, you're being childlike, you feel out of control. You ignore or you wait and see to see what happens. You don't go out there and take it, take it on. And you might hear people saying, it's not my job. It's that's, that's no initiative. They have no initiative either. Now we use this in our business all the time and we have it, uh, have it around the um, office and we talk about uh, green frame and red frame. And the beauty about having that is that if you're above the line, now we get hit with challenges all the time as human beings and, and in business, um, and we do go below the line, but it's okay to acknowledge that you're below the line if you can get above the line with your next sort of conversation. If you go above the line, you're more of a victor and you've got choice. If you're below the line, you're a victim and you're justifying your, your existence. So cool little mindset for you guys today around Orbed. And I know a number of you have probably already seen this from me, but it's an oldie but a goodie, and it's where we always start our business coaching sessions. It's where we always start our planning sessions around Orbed. Okay, my next one, guys, is the 10 must-dos to keep your business humming. We really think um, that these 10 things here, if you can just jot them down and take some action around these, you'll be really setting yourself up for, for a great winter and leading into the summer. You need to be really clear on exactly what you want. So what is it that you want? Do you want 50 new properties? Do you want to recruit a superstar? Do you want to set up a BDM um, situation in your business so people are out there chasing? Whatever it might be, get really clear on exactly what you want. You need to be open to change and new learnings. So the, the idea here is that you the how many people we've got? Nearly 50-odd people here tonight, today on the webinar. You're open to change. You're open to learning. So well done, you guys. There are thousands of other property managers that around the country that aren't on this webinar and are not thinking in the same way. So be open to change and open to learning. Define where you are now, warts and all. This is a really, really good exercise to do. How are you right now? What's the business look like? What are the properties that you're managing look like? What do your owners look like? What are your tenants like? Have you got vacancy or an arrears issue? Really go into the granular of exactly what your business looks like warts and all right now. Then make a plan. So we've got a clear vision and number one of where we want to go. Number three is all about what where we are now. And then we make a plan, which is all about how we do it. What are the small steps? What are we going to do today? How many phone calls? How many visits? How many um, things, you know, activity things are we going to action? Then you've got to get your organizational structure right. And we see this a lot with property management businesses where one person might be wearing way too many hats. So sit down and work out systematically what your business would look like if you had another hundred odd properties on there and maybe set the business up for that now. You know, grow, grow your organization, um, your, your business around your organization. It's a really good mindset to have. And I've done that with my business for the last six years. I'll bring someone on and it makes me go out and get new business. Number six is be a better leader build a strong workplace culture. So this is that orbit. If you're a leader and you walk into your office and you go, oh God, that was a terrible weekend. I, Man, the, the kids were awful. And God, is it Monday? Can't wait for Friday. You're bringing the energy right down. You are the leader. You bring some energy. And if you do that, you'll notice that your people start doing that as well. So be a better leader. 
read some great books around leadership, come on these sorts of webinars and build that strong workplace culture. And then number seven is that big one for us that we feel, I've got a business coach as well. I do some coaching with Hamish. It's all about get someone independent to hold you to account. It makes a massive difference, guys. This is like one of the most important things. The most successful people out there have a business coach or have someone independent hold them to account. Next one there is build strong networks. And that goes without saying, get into BNI groups, get into a banking uh, network, get into some insurance guys, you know, just real estate agents, et cetera, et cetera. Build really strong networks. The next one, last one, the last two really is monitor your progress. Have some way, a whiteboard that counts the deals that you've won, the meetings you've had or whatever it might be. Have a bell that you ring like every time you get a new management. I think Hamish used to do that. Um, do those sorts of things. Make it, and then, the last one is you've got to keep your well of happiness full. So if you like going for a run or you like going for a mountain bike ride, go and do it. It'll make you a better leader and it'll help you run your business smarter. Cool. So sorry, guys, I did whip through that pretty quick, but we want to get into uh, and hear from Lincoln. So Lincoln, uh, I'll just unmute you. Hopefully that works. Can you unmute yourself there, Lincoln? There we go. <laughs> Perfect. There yeah, we go. Thank you. Hey, welcome, Lincoln. We're looking thank forward you, to you and Ollie. And I'll pass, we'll just click onto your slide and yeah. then you're away. Great. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Um, a little bit interesting here sitting in my office, not actually being able to see who I'm talking to. So a <laughs> um, bit of a new thing, really, not when you're in a new business role, used to actually being client facing and talking to people. So um, this is a bit of a new gig. So new business, setting up for the lean times. Um, if you want to just do the next slide, Manoli. Um, Bob Dylan used to say, there's nothing so stable as change. And that is absolutely 100%. So um, in our industry, we've got to be adaptable. Um, we're a Wellington-based property management company. Um, we've been going for just over 12 years. Um, Jenna and I set the business up from scratch, so with absolutely zero properties um, on board. Um, so we had no choice but to be, um, I guess, really think about um, what we were going to do to uh, get um, business in the door. So being Wellington-based, um, Wellington is a seasonal um city where there's people coming in for the start of the academic year people leaving there's a big employment drive at the beginning of the year so those are the sort of cycles that you want to be able to or we knew that we had to um tap into so because our pipeline is seasonal and we do see a lot of movement over the year um in the 12 years that we've been in business as i said before um no year has been the same as the previous it's always been different and we've got to mix it up um and be adapt Sorry, Lincoln, it's, uh, it got muted on you. All good. Here we go. You're alive yeah. now. Yeah, so our approach to new business, we see it as an opportunity to talk with people versus like a sales meeting. Um, I'm going to be a little bit controversial and say there's no silver bullet or winning formula. Um, for us, new business is always an on game and it takes absolute focus, perseverance, effort, um, but we believe that you've got to have um, an absolute, genuine human connection. 
Um, so my approach to new business is just making sure that I get in front of people simply to have a conversation. That's all it is. Talk to them as a human. Um, people will always relate to you if you're um, if you're relatable. Um, as soon as you go to a new business meeting and people feel like you might be a notch on a KPI or target schedule, um, the dynamic of that new business meeting changes. Um, so, yeah, next slide, Manoli. So if you are in a new business meeting, um, or when you are, I should say, just make sure you're a storyteller. Communicate with people as human to human because um, people do business with people they like, which is very cliche, but it's true. And you might go and have a meeting with somebody and just have a general conversation, but it may not be until three or four months down the track that um, you hear from them again. Personally, I don't believe in targets and KPIs. They don't work for me or our team at Stable. Um, we all know that you're only as good as the effort you put in, and it can be soul-destroying if you've got a lean month um, with a business leader or team leader, agency owner, whichever way it is, um, pushing for the numbers. Um, I did work for a large company previous to Jenna and I setting up Stable, and you were only as good as your last month, and each month you had to explain your activity, what you did, why you're doing well, why you maybe you weren't doing well, and you might be working your butt off. But then because you knew that the end of the month was coming up, you'd be full of anxiety and living on nervous adrenaline because you had the targets to sort of catch up on. And when Jenna and I set up on stable, set stable up, we didn't want that for ourselves or if we, because it was only two of us at the time, um, for anyone in our future team. So um, we're not about, you know, just the numbers. We're actually about the activity that you do today and what it can lead to for tomorrow. Um, and we're also a big believer in what you're doing behind the scenes um, that sets you up for down the track. Um, so next slide, please, Manoli. And the next slide. Yeah. So... Oh, no. our approach to new business um, is at Stable, we're always on. Um, everyone that works with us, we've got uh, 11 employees and all of us are agents for the business. So whether you're front of house, a property manager, a leasing agent, accounts person or whoever you are, you're always on and you're aware of um, people who may be looking for property management services. All leads, though, do come to me, so I'm not the sole person responsible for generating them. We believe it's a huge responsibility to have one person responsible for the new business pipeline, um, and this approach does work um, because it does feed in to the lean times, um, as there's potentially 10 or 11 people on versus just one. Um, one of our PMs was um, just dropping some stuff off to a tenant in an apartment building, and she was in the lift with a lady who... Um, was carrying a dish rack and she had some paraphernalia for um, a property and they just started a conversation and Deb just said oh I'm in property management and the lady said oh god I could do with one of those so they ended up by having a greater conversation sent the lead through to me that didn't um, come through straight away that took about seven months to come through but we kept in touch and um, seven months later there was three apartments that came into the door which was going into a May season which was typically for Wellington really really quiet um, so instead of just having one business development person 
responsible for being out generating um, activity or getting new business in. You know, we find that if you have it across the board and everyone being an agent for the business, that can um, feed into 10 people being out there or however many people are in your business versus just one. Um, so that's a little thing that we find works because if you've got more people than just one looking, um, that sort of flow can be consistent. So um, next slide, uh, slide Manoli. Actually, just to go back a bit, what you were saying, Manoli, before about it's not my job. Um, yeah, it's very easy for people to get into that whole, you know, it's not my job, it's not my responsibility to do that. But if you're working for a company, and that also buys into that sort of team company culture you were talking about, where everyone's actively engaged, everyone's actually involved and on, um, that does actually create quite a nice um, team sort of culture because people are really happy for the other people if they've actually bought one property or talked to someone that they run into. And um, so that actually, yeah, that whole sort of, it's not my job is, you know, not good enough. Um, with Stable, know what's going on and be relevant. Um, we work within a simple strategic framework. You know, we go, we want to attract the opportunity to keep stable, brand relevant and prominent. Um, then we, of course, want to convert the business and then we want to retain. So we retain our clients as much as possible. Yes, we do release clients that are problematic um, or not playing the game, but it's the long-standing clients, the clients that you've got and have had for many years, they're the ones that you retain and they absolutely refer. Um, so if we can do the next slide as well. So little nuggets, we conduct ourselves 12 years on like we did when we started, when Jenna and I, as I said, we had no clients, no properties, and we started this business up going, well, what do we do? Um, and 12 years on, we are doing exactly the same thing as we did 12 years ago, going as if we were in, what do we do to get people to know about our name? What do we do to get people know about knowing about our, our company? Um, so back then there was a company called Social Pages that um, we engaged um, on our digital channel for Instagram and for Facebook. And we'd run seasonal campaigns with them um, with a nice little house um, picture and we might do like a pre-winter sort of pumpkin soup and um, like with some toast and in the um, seasonal on the social pages campaign it will just go you know winter's coming up you know most people like pumpkin soup and then something that's engaged which is relatable and then five tips for getting your house in order not necessarily just for tenants or just for owners or landlords but just generally five tips for getting your property ready for winter um then we would do like a showcasing of jenna as a property manager or then we might do another campaign pre-summer getting your place top in tip-top shape for summer which again wasn't just for tenants to look after the place or landlords um it was just about getting our name um in front of mind and it's you know you've got to spend money to make money and when we did our little um, campaigns, you know, we'd have a reach. We could choose between, you know, we could have a reach of 500 people, 1,000 people, depending on cost or what you wanted to spend. But we did find that doing these social pages um, campaigns absolutely worked because then we were getting inquiries from people that we never would have otherwise. Um, 
Wellington in January, February, March, well, January, February, there's a really strong um, employment drive with people coming in. So there is a seasonal influx of people coming in and, of course, people leaving, which does create opportunity for houses to becoming vacant. So it's good to know your town cycles wherever you are um, and use these cycles to your advantage. So when we were doing the social pages, knowing that January is quite a busy time for exit and incoming people exiting and coming into Wellington, you know, we start in the October and going, do you need a property manager? Are you looking for a new home? Um, and then just planting the seed. And then people would make contact and you might go and talk to them, but then they might get a bit of cold feet and go, oh, well, the property's already been rented and oh, can I keep in touch with you? I'll be in touch in April and then I'll be in touch again in September or I'll be in touch in August, you do like a little timeline and let people know that they're going to keep in touch. And if you do, then people go, oh, right, it's so-and-so's made contact again. And then you've got that softly, softly approach. So you're actually still on their radar. Um, so that is a really good thing that it may not actually come up for a year, maybe two years, but it's the activity that you're doing with those people that you've got in contact that will then reap the rewards down the track um so you know inquiries and leads they can take nine months and they can even be nine years i had one client that when we were setting up stable she'd seen our advert on the um, instagram on the social pages one of the campaigns we did and i was at bunnings and shorts and jandals going to buy some paint to paint the fence and um she rang and said can i go and see you straight away and i said to her look I'm actually in shorts and jandals. I'm not really suited and booted. And she said, don't worry, just come and see us. So I went to Sora and spent about an hour with her. But her number was programmed into my phone. So I sent her a few texts um, over the period. And she said, oh, look, the circumstances had changed and they weren't looking at doing it right now. So I kept in touch with her. But then nine years later, she rang me to say that they were ready to rent their house out. And she's been with us for yeah, three years now. Um, so some of those things are like, you know, that you're doing behind the scenes, it may not be an immediate reward, but everything absolutely does pay off. Um, we also believe in supporting local. We um, sponsored and have done for many years a local badminton club. Um, and those community relationships, you know, you have your billboard, you've got your cars if you go to watch a game or you go to the sausage sizzle on a Saturday or Sunday morning, you've got your branded cars. Um, and although the um, amount that we paid in sponsorship outweighed the amount that we've actually got, although we did get some properties in, it was more about the brand awareness and raising profile and people actually recognising that we're a property management company. So those, um, you know, um, leveraging community relationships um, because you never know when one is going to come in. So if we can... Um, change slide Manoli so the lean times that's a real tricky one because it also depends on the environment that you're working with whether um, you've got an agency boss or leader um, who is open to finding new ways as a BDM that you don't have to necessarily be monthly bringing the numbers in um, because you know, it does require investment over and above what most people would see as typical typical sort of marketing budgets. Um, 
we don't believe that activity has to be about the numbers each month. Um, you know, you could always talk to your industry, your sort of your agency boss or a leader and just say to them, look, you know, I've got a monthly target, but could that be spread over a quarterly target, which means you might have a lean month, but then you can recoup it the following month. Or you might want to go and do a holistic annual target, which means that can absorb the lean time. So you're not absolutely panicking over those winter months where it's really, really quiet, going, crikey, I'm not getting the, the numbers in the door. But you can be doing a lot of work behind the scenes, which is still activity, setting up for um, opportunities down the track. So, you know, I think, you know, quarterly or, you know, annually um, to be able to absorb it is a really good way of, in a way, taking the pressure off over those quiet times when the market is quiet. Um, we did run um, the Capital Magazine advertorial. Um, we did that and we still have done, um, we still do, um, as I said, running like we did when we first started. Um, and for the first couple of years, we're going, oh, we're spending this money, but not actually getting anything in return. And then it turns out we did a client survey and it turns out that um, we had actually got quite a bit of business from advertising in Wellington magazine. Um, and they were like little things like, as I said before, winter handy tips for getting your property ready, um, a nice pumpkin soup recipe. Um, and it's geared to both tenants and owners, um, but it sounds a bit cliche but um those sort of things do keep your brand front of mind and that was a lot of activity and getting that organized and sorted um for preparing that campaign or preparing the advertorial um and also the activity is focused on raising the business profile um and the bdm as the go-to person um and it could be as i said before you know a year maybe two years before you get um any um yeah you don't you, you don't get any reward for it but it um what you do today does um absolutely um fill the pipeline for tomorrow um so for the next one Manoli um yeah so just on that so yeah as I said before in Wellington we do receive inquiries in the January to March period from people who are looking to change agencies because that is a big um a period when what were the fixed term tenancies would um come up um and people might be looking to change property manager or they're actually not they're sick of doing it themselves and they want to go and engage a property manager so those sort of summer changeovers if you plan for they can actually take a good year in advance before coming on um so if you sort of know your season cycles and the leases and what's happening in your in your town um and have a sort of diary or calendar schedule setting it up um that will help feed um the following year um when the period is going quiet so keeping in touch um the main as i said the activity may not bring in the numbers immediately um but as i said what you do today will absolutely help tomorrow um, and if you set it up so that you hear, um, so people know to hear from you at specific intervals, um, you know, you may not get it straight away, but when you do land it, um, that could be the property or two or three that you need to, to round out um, that month and that winter sort of period that's really quiet. And I think that's it. Manoli. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Lincoln. Um, That's right. 
some wicked, wicked stuff in there. And thank you for being um, so open and sharing with your information about your success and what you do. Uh, it, it was excellent. We've got a few questions that we'll come back to at the end um, and, and ask you then. So thank you so sure. much. Sure. Um, okay, Dave and uh, Hamish are next up. Who's, who's going to take the lead? I'll, I'll, I'll take the lead. We'll go the tallest one first. Uh, thank you, Manoli, and thank you very much, uh, Lincoln, uh, for some awesome insights. Uh, it's always nice when we have a speaker who has the, and it's something that Manoli talks about uh, quite a bit, has that abundance culture of every, there's there's enough, enough to go around for everybody. And, you know, if you give that, if you give the value, if you give the information to people, you will get it back in some way, shape or form. Um, it's always really good when a, when a guest speaker, one of their first slides is quoting Bob Dylan as well. You know, you're always on to a, always on to a winner there. Um, a couple of things that I've taken away is all about the orbit that that Manoli spoke about, and big kudos to all of you today who are wanting to own own winter this season, whatever that looks like. It's you, you're there to take charge and be you know upfront and upbeat about it. Um, a few takeaways that I had. Uh, that I do every winter. Um, the first piece is uh, some people call it care calls, some people call it love calls. Um, but what I would encourage people to do is to not just reach out to the owners, sort of our, um, I guess, our direct clients, but also to the tenants as well. Um, I, I firmly believe, and I have have seen it out there, that there is a lot of low-hanging fruit with regards to tenant referrals. Um, and again, that's sort of based on a very solid relationship that you would have built built with them and it may be a case of just selecting those tenants to reach out to for that um, but they will know of parents or friends or family or or whatever it is who, who may be able to who may be looking for for somebody in, in the short or the long term um, like Lincoln said winter activity uh, now means spring numbers and again, I did love what you said, Lincoln, around sort of not creating sort of monthly targets, but creating a quarterly target or, or sort of, you know, basing it on, right, let's look at June to October. What does that look like by the end of October, rather than sort of break it down to what can sometimes feel like a, you know, demoralising month. Um, and it's all about sort of, you know, finding that way to measure that activity rather than just the numbers. Um, staying relevant, light and visible in your market. Um, now there's a number of ways to, to do this. Uh, stable property, <coughs> excuse me, uh, do it around the editorials, um, do it around the social media uh, campaigns. And it's all about sort of sharing value and not necessarily marketing yourself, but giving something back in terms of, uh, you know, the top five tenant tips or landlord tips or property tips or winter tips or, or whatever it is. Um, to make that look, and it's all about sort of keeping things bright as well during the uh, during the stereotypical darker months as well. Um, one really great way to reach out is through the business collaborations, and this is where uh, you can get your team involved about reaching out to those tradies, those professionals, and those who may also be experiencing what you know what's. Uh, stereotypically a quieter time of year to be able to go, right, what can we do together to start building that activity? Um, I do, I did see their name on the webinar attendee list. Um, they actually engaged with a builder and a plumber 
um, to run through with their property managers some um, quick DIY tips on how to troubleshoot any plumbing challenges at rental properties. And what that's going to do, it's going to empower the property managers, it's going to reduce the number of phone calls from the tenants, and it's also going to reduce any unnecessary costs for the owners by simply having a plumber come in to sort of give some troubleshooting uh, tips and tricks. Um, and again, it also uh, <laughs> means that that plumber's the first point of call for the for the property managers and vice versa if he or she are looking around at homes that do need a property to be managed, that organisation will be the first, first point of call. Uh, uh, Lincoln Rowe uh, said about uh, spending money to, to make money. Um, I sort of said from in a similar but different way, um, you can't shrink yourself to greatness. So if it means that you're sort of having to battle down the hatches, you will know what that bottom line looks like. But it's again just sort of knowing that you know you can't can't sp spend or invest less, probably more invest less to gain more. So it's again it's still being selective by what you're going to do, but just sort of having that mindset of this is what I'm going to invest and this is what it's going to look like would be huge. Um, team incentives. Now, the team incentives are not necessarily around the sales activity, but more around sort of who they connect, who your team may be able to connect you with. Um, so it's all about referrals, but all about connections. And that could mean them reaching out to uh, a, a lawyer, an accountant, a, uh, a, a, a tradie who you may have not sort of spoken to previously. And all of a sudden that opens up another conversation and another network for you come come springtime and the last one one that i'm very very uh parochial about is educate 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 and that's not just your team but that's also your homeowners your tenants and yourselves so storytelling is a really key way to be able to educate people in a way that they'll be able to remember but also for yourself and like uh, manoli said i think it might have been or oh, number five in the uh, ways to keep uh, keep firing uh, over winter is find somebody to hold you to account. Um, it can be very easy to just sort of work in that silo and just sort of keep on doing what you've always done. Um, but finding someone else, whether it's uh, whether it's your uh, uh, business mentor, whether it's your uh, business coach whether it's been part of a growth membership program, whatever it is, it's having somebody going outside in to be able to offer some fresh perspective and probably some friendly challenges to be able to support you with that. Um, so yeah, thank, thank you very much. Um, I'll hand things back to you, Maloli, to pass on to Hamish. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Hamish, hopefully you're live now, mate. I am. Uh, I'll just pop my slide up there but the um first point being there focusing on administration of your crm um so this time of year um uh, like you do do find over winter um that decision making is slower um it's is darker um uh quicker and you know the start and the end of the day uh, um it's not not as um, free flow as uh, our warmer months, and so focusing on our administration or your or your CRM, so um, software that you're using to track your leads. Um, I, I know myself; I was pretty guilty of not having a CRM for many years, and I, I used to have a big, uh, really thick 
uh, those accounting files, Manali, I don't know whether you'd even have any because everything you're a little bit more ahead of the game. We don't have these um, the big fat files, but you, you would understand the ones I'm talking about. I used to live and breathe buy one of those and I'd have one sheet per property and I'd do exactly what Lincoln was talking about on an almost two daily basis is to move through that one by one and see what follow-up I need to do. And I resonate. It's good listening to Lincoln because, you know, the, the, those leads, like, they do take sometimes many years to to come off, but that follow-up, keep track of what you've got rather than you know, uh, having a, an inquiry and then it getting lost um, um, if it's in a, in a system where it can be followed up. So when I list businesses for sale, for example, um, a lot of the time the, the clients that have been um, sort of following up or, or talking with for, for, you know, anywhere from um, three to seven years, um, um, it, it's quite interesting, but it's a continual follow-up or touching that, that allows you to um, be the first person they're going to get to manage your property. Um, the second point there, gutter clean and water blasting promotions, very um, timely this time of year. So um, you might want to, and I certainly used to and, and had really good success with it. Um, instead of offering, for example, a three month uh, free promotional period, um, offering across all the leads in your CRM or your system, a free gutter clean, um, or, or a water blasting promotion being um, very uh, specific to the time of year, um, being colder months, um, to get a client on. We, we'll pay for your gutter cleans, uh, gutters to be cleaned if you sign with us within, it's always going to be with a, with a time or a deadline, I feel. So ideally, um, in, you know, if you're doing something right now, you do it so the month of June, um, for anyone that signs your management, so you're going to pay for a gutter clean or maybe it's a water blast uh, promotion. I've done both of those two things with really good success at this time of year through to, to um, uh, the end of winter. Um, but the start of winter is really good for that stuff because it's what's it's topical. Um, it might even be a free load of firewood or, you know, there's different things you can you can sort of attack at this time of year. Uh, Vista Nights, um, it's been touched on a little bit today, but um, specific related uh, speakers. So that would be um, uh, speakers that are talking about um, uh, different things like uh, the gutter cleaning or water blasting or other water related issues, um, um, even landscaping. There's um, heat pumps uh, are really uh, topical. Um, Healthy Homes has really assisted us in the last few years of bringing up uh, properties up to scratch, but there's always uh, areas of improvement that are specific to this time of year that you can have uh, speakers come along to invest in nights. Um, um, my only advice here is not to have it too late, have it dead on uh, the end of the business day. Um, once the darkness sort of kicks in, people are, are not really, you know, this time of year really wanting to be at home um, more than anything. So um, uh, the other way you can do that is sort of a, a hot breakfast um, buffet type um, meal to get you going in the morning that, that actually works good on or, or shared, shared food at this time of year is good, a good thing to do. Uh, rent increase reviews, so um, a real focus on that, being administrative uh, and looking at the entire portfolio and seeing not only uh, properties that you can increase rents on, but also ones that you can, um, which is my next point there, do renovations and improvements. So that might be 
um, adding a room or splitting a large room into two rooms, um, uh, converting a garage into an additional property, all, all of course with uh, the need for, for compliance or resource if it's required, but anything uh, you can establish over an entire book, you might have um, uh, five or 10% of your entire book where you can uh, improve the, the value of the business uh, or value of the rents, um, which has an onflow to the capital value, has an onflow to the income, um, and lastly has an onflow to the uh, type of tenant that you have when you're making improvements to a property. It's not limited to just um, additional rooms, of course. You've got dishwashers and heat pumps, new carpet, um, all sorts of bits and pieces, um, mainly inside stuff, though, because being the colder months, um, it's harder with the trades on the outside to, to do things because um, you're weather dependent. So it can can become a bit of a pain if you're doing things in, in wet season if it's outside. So, but there, there are those points there. But the, the big point I want to come back to is focusing on the administration of your CRM or indeed creating a CRM and understanding that the, the leads that are in there need to be touched. So with our system, with broking, for example, which is not unlike... Um, um, listing new managements um, we have a new inquiry we do an appraisal um, and then that client goes into our newsletter list they sent a, a growth pack um, uh, within 30 days of doing that they're added to LinkedIn and then they're basically through various touch points that, that we're communicating when we have training events we're touching them um, when we're doing uh, different promotions, we're touching them with communication uh, either via phone or or what I call shotgun blasting, which is not not um, um, the rifle shooting where you're going after one, you're, you're sort of blasting out to your entire database and um, it's very specific uh, information that you're communicating with them. So um, if you don't have a CRM or you don't have a system, uh, now's the time of year that you can really um, um, be focused on that administration. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll hand back to um, Manoli. If you could take the reins back, please. Cheers. Thanks, Hamish. Some, always some gold from you. Um, let's just go to the next slide and think this is now back to you, Dave. Yep. Thank you, mates. Uh, just a quick shout out. So I guess one, <laughs> one other really great way to uh, keep things firing over winter is to invest in training. Uh, we've got a couple of BDM complete days uh, coming up in two weeks. Uh, we're going to be in Auckland on the 7th of June and we're going to be in Hamilton on the 8th of June. Only the second time I've been in Auckland and first time in Hamilton. Uh, we've got a lineup of seven speakers uh, for the day. So it is going to be action and belly packed um, for the day. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, scripts and dialogues to help convert new business. We're going to be hearing from uh, a local BDM who signed up 143 managements uh, in the last 12 months, as well as a business owner on about how to lead successful teams to achieve successful results. Uh, we're going to be talking a wee bit around building a solid CRM system to be able to follow up on, on the leads. Uh, there's going to be a lot around personal and professional uh, goal setting, which I'm personally really looking forward to. Uh, a wee bit around uh, marketing and social media uh, support and ideas to keep uh, that storytelling, uh, storytelling alive and well. Um, as well as obviously hearing from the name uh, the man himself, one whose name's on the on the door, Hamish, around uh, 
a wee bit about his uh, insights and his, his story of property management. So really looking forward to it. If you are keen, please touch base with either myself or Taylor. Uh, I'll uh, flick a message through to everybody who's here today as well, just as a yeah, quick shout out for that. But really looking forward to being part of it. We do have a few spaces left for each day, but yeah, they will fill up fast. So yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Manoli. I just want to interrupt. Yeah, go for it, Hamish. Yeah, there was a well, there was a great example of a uh, there was a great example of a gutter clean promotion. Um, Dave um, plugging our BDM um, complete training training days, so um, very specific days on training. Um, did you have a special in mind there, um, Dave? Or I don't know whether um, what what the promotion. We, I don't know if I'm um, speaking out of tune. Oh, well, oh, you'd better speak out of tune, Hamish. Uh, no, I'll um, I'll send a uh, an email after this with uh, with what we have planned for that. Excellent. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. All right, let's. We're coming up just over an hour, so we'll we'll wrap things up. Your next steps, team, are to make it plan. Share this with your team. Share the knowledge with the team. Maybe take snippets of it that you because you'll get a recording to uh, share with your team, get in touch with HTA. We've got massive amounts of resources there. Think about maybe joining our HTA membership program that goes, we go a little bit more granular um, and with the web webinars and um, knowledge sharing, sharing there as well. Okay, very quickly, we've got sort of three questions. If I could get everyone to unmute themselves, that'd be great. Um, First question I've got here for you, Lincoln, is how do you manage activity and not numbers with your sales team during winter? Um, well, we're not, we don't have a sales sort of team as such, um, and we don't sort of monitor it. We have um, three work in progresses every week, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Everyone comes to the table, sits on the bean bags, and talks about what they're up to for the week. We have a Monday as a start of a bookend, Wednesday is middle, and then Friday is sort of close of business, sort of um, the other end of the bookend of the week. And we sort of talk about what's going on, what everyone's up to. And it's about, um, as long as we're knowing what everyone is doing um, for us, it's always looking about what's going to happen for tomorrow. So. Um, I'm not sure if I'm actually answering that, but I, yeah, we don't sort of manage it, so to speak, because we don't, um, we just sort of oversee it. Um, and if there's someone that's doing something with their activity that we're not 100% on, we'll just address it then and there and say, actually, we could actually probably look at doing a little bit differently. Um, so it's more about the activity that we know, that Jenna and I know that has worked and does work um, and what the team are doing. Um, but if, there is something that's going on that we're not 100% sure of, um, we'd rein it in pretty quickly. Cool. Thanks, Lincoln. I've got another one here for you. Um, you mentioned that uh, all your employees are involved in generating business. Yep. Do you still incentivize your employees and pay bonuses when they generate new business? Um, <laughs> no, we don't, actually, um, because we, we're all in it together. And you know, we're all in, it's a bit, yeah, it's, it's stable. You know, everyone is, is um, remunerated exceptionally well. We don't um, 
skimp on um, remuneration. And um, everyone knows that when they join Stable, they are joining us. Um, and we always do give um, thanks a lot. Um, we'll buy someone, you know, like a voucher for something. People are recognised, but it's just part of the remuneration package, um, which is healthy um, anyway. Um, but if, you know, someone's done really well, we're more than happy to um, send them away to somewhere nice for a weekend with them and their wife or husband or um, a nice restaurant. Um, but we're very, very um, proactive on thanking and I think you know quite often it's better to give something that is an immediate versus um, a bonus which could be taxed or um, a pay rise which they wouldn't end up by getting less and you know so um, yeah it's all just part and parcel and then we do yeah offer um, thanks in other ways. Great thank you so much um, just got another question here how do you find new properties to manage, especially if you do all the usual things like online, social, yeah. um, marketing, networking, et cetera? Uh, most of our things that don't come, well, we come from our website. Um, we do get leads that are generated from our website. Um, we do, as I know you mentioned, the socials and all that sort of stuff. But um our internal clients refer us and we do um, just make contact with our, and because there's the pool of clients inside, um, no more people. So there are the usual areas like, you know, as I said, like the website, your social media and all the bits and pieces that you do. Um, and it's um, also just sort of leveraging off your existing client base. Um where our office is, we have got, uh, it's a business hub with about six or seven other businesses. Um, and it's got a big car park where we all park all our cars. And it wasn't necessarily a new business drive, but it was really just to do something for our neighbours and our business neighbours. And we, on a Friday afternoon, did a, ran a sort of a car wash sort of thing where we all just got out and washed everyone's cars. Um, but over the course of about, I think it was about four months from those businesses, we got six new clients from people that they knew or friends that they knew. So all different ways, different sort of manner of reasons um, that people come to us. Yeah. So as I said in my presentation, there's no sort of silver bullet or yeah. anything. Um, it's just sort of being proactive. Brilliant. No, that's fantastic. That's that, what a cool couple of initiatives there. My last question that I've got for you, Lincoln, is what would your ideal week look like? Um, that I'd be crammed full of new business meetings. Um, <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, ideal week, um, I think for me, although I'm yeah, I'm not a sole BDM because, you know, Jenna and I own Stable, so we've got other... Um, pressures and things that we've got to be involved in um but my ideal week is um as I said before with one of the other questions um we have our Monday Wednesday Friday whips and they are um where the whole team get together um they're set in concrete and no one um ever misses them and we bring our properties available we've print out the properties available, um, go through every single property. We work out what uh, every, all the property managers um, talk about 
the ones that they've got in their portfolio, how many inquiries they've got, what the showings have been like, which gives Jenna and I a bit of a gauge on how um, our adverts are responding to, or the market is responding to our adverts. Um, that's when everyone comes together and talks maybe about a tricky arrears tricky situation or an inspection. So for me, my ideal week is that those three times a week, the team is together and the team is talking. And because everyone's so out with inspections or showings or client meetings or whatever it is, they are gold for us to be together um, and talking about what's going on inside of our portfolio. Um, and then we just get out. And um, for me, it would be um, having a couple of new business meetings, a couple of new client meetings um, every day. Brilliant. That's cool. All right, team. Well, we'll, um, we'll cut it off there. We've got a little bit over time, but there's some real gold and valuable info in there. Thank you so much, Lincoln, for joining us and sharing Thank you. With, um, with everyone. And we will sign off. Thanks, Beautiful. guys. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, Lincoln, too. Appreciate no it. No problem. Thank you.